You are listening to Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, unknown actors with me, Louise, the Artistic Director of Standby Method Acting Studio. And for the last 13 years, I've been taking unknown actors with blank CVs all the way to Netflix dramas, Amazon Prime films, TV soaps and stage plays around the world. And every week I'll be talking with you and sharing how you can become a paid working unstoppable actor because you 1,000% can. An acting career is doable. Are you ready to dive into the episode? Hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. I cannot wait to dive into today's episode because it is something that we definitely all think about from time to time. Some of us think about it more than others. Some of us barely give it any thought, but it's definitely something that we need to touch upon on our journey to becoming unstoppable, successful actors because it is something that we are going to experience and that is competition. Before I share my thoughts on competition, I just want to remind you to grab your free copy of the Method Actors Handbook from underneath the podcast link. So this is a book that I have written for you with lots of practical method acting character exercises, lots of business of acting exercises and line learning tools and tricks as well to make line learning easier on top of all the other stuff. It's completely free of charge. All you need to do is just tell me which email to send it to and I'll send it straight away. You can download it to your phone grab yourself a script off of Google, maybe a monologue, maybe a duologue, which you could practice with someone else, and then start putting the exercises to use in the handbook. They're really, really simple. They're laid out really easy to understand. And it will completely turbocharge your talent and your approach to characters, which, as we're on the subject of competition, is going to obviously help you stand out from the competition. Let's dive into it then. As I said, competition is definitely something we are going to think about as we progress with our acting careers. Well, actually, even when we first get started, we think about it because we hear things all the time, don't we? Like, oh, acting is such a competitive industry. Only the lucky ones make it. I mean, what is luck? That could be a whole other episode on its own, right? But luck, I believe, is something that you create yourself. I don't just believe that the universe or the stars or whatever you want to call it just goes, oh, hey, there's something really special about that actor. Let's just provide them with a ton of luck and we'll forget all the others. I just don't believe it happens like that. I believe via action and focus, we create our own luck. But that is a completely different episode for another day. (laughs) We're talking about competition today. Competition, as I've said, is something we will be thinking about. But it can make us think about luck because it can make us go, oh my God, what's so lucky about these other actors? It can make us wonder what is wrong with us when we start seeing others steaming ahead and it can make us self-deprecate. It can also bring out our shadow side. Now, everybody has got a shadow side and in this case, it would be jealousy. We can sometimes look at other actors and potentially start spotting flaws in them and wonder what's so good about them. We all have a jealous side, by the way. So if you're sat there going, no, that's not me. I'm not jealous of anyone ever. Then if that's the truth, well done you. You've obviously done a lot of healing work and been on a big journey. But for many of us, we might not want to openly admit it, but we definitely can get jealous. And we have to honour this side of us because it becomes a part of our journey of growing and developing as an actor. So that's what competition can do for us. It can make us think these thoughts that, 
in my mind, and well, for me at least anyway, and I can only speak from my own experience, they're not that helpful. I can speak from the experience of coaching other actors and know that it's not been helpful for them either. I wanted to go to a dictionary definition anyway, because I always feel that gives us absolute clarity over this idea of competition. So the dictionary definition of competition is the activity or condition of striving to gain or win something by defeating or establishing superiority over others. And the example that the dictionary gave is there is fierce competition between banks. And we could just replace banks with actors. There is fierce competition between actors. So we do have to, first of all, acknowledge that the acting industry is competitive. We can't deny that. There are lots of us. There are way more actors than there are roles available. And we all want roles, right? Our main focus is bagging roles because it builds up our career. It shows we're castable. It means hopefully we'll improve with each role and then hopefully it gets us recognised, which is a way of steaming ahead of the competition. So as I've already said, we cannot deny the competition. But, and it is a big but, I also think competition is very nuanced and subjective. And this is what I want to pull apart in this episode, because I would love you by the end of the episode, or maybe upon reflection of the episode, to be able to discover what your relationship to competition is. Because I do believe that competition doesn't serve us when we start getting caught up in it. Let's just say there are 1 million actors in the acting industry. Okay, it's just a random number I've picked up I don't know if that's the truth or not. I absolutely don't know how many actors there are in the acting industry. But let's just use the figure of a million just for this example. So if there's a million actors in the industry, and I'm talking like worldwide, those one million actors would be our competition. So there's one million and one (laughs) because there's you as well. If being competitive is about striving to gain or win, as the dictionary definition says, we have to look at the nuance of this. How many of those 1 million actors, we're not including ourselves in this, how many of those 1 million actors are actively seeking out their acting goals? How many are active participants of their own acting career? And what I mean by that is how many of those 1 million actors are actually practicing the craft every day? How many of them are applying for roles on a daily basis? How many of them are getting out to networking events on a regular basis, which is obviously going to help them get ahead? We just don't know, do we? We literally don't know. We will never have the true figures of how many actors are actually in the acting industry. And then we'll never actually have the true figures of how many actors are active participants of their own careers. Because out of that one million, there is going to be a large majority of those actors who are inactive. So by default, a large majority of the competition is already weeded out because not every single one of those 1 million actors are active participants of their own careers. You know, that 1 million figure, which I've just made up, doesn't account for the actors who are dipping in and out of the industry. It doesn't account for the actors who lose motivation for long periods of time. And it doesn't account for the actors who are taking action every single day or at least on a very regular basis. Because if all of those one million actors were taking action every single day, then the competition would be so much more fierce. So by that example alone, competition is nuanced. 
It's not something we will ever truly know. We won't know the figures. So is it something you should really be thinking about? Should you really be thinking about competition? You've got to decide. I I honestly, right now at the moment, don't know whether you should be thinking about it. If I started to spend all of my time thinking about what other actors are doing, how many networking events they're going to, how many roles they're applying for on a daily basis, how many times a day they're practicing the craft or how many times a week they're practicing the craft. If I start giving all of my attention to that, I stop focusing on what I should be doing. So right now, I'm of the mindset at this part in the podcast, and I could change it as I, as I go through the podcast, but at this moment, I'm of the mindset that I should acknowledge that there's competition, but not get too caught up in it. Because then that depletes me of energy for my own acting career. And in all honesty, that's the most important thing in my life, not what other actors are doing. However, let's think about figures a little bit more. Because we do hear things like there can be hundreds of actors going for the same role through to thousands of actors applying for the same role. But again, it's nuanced because it varies for every different role. And it depends what kind of level of role you're going for. Like if you're going for a role in Star Wars, of course there's going to be thousands of actors going for the exact same role. But if you're going for a role in an an independent film or an independent piece of theatre, there's not thousands of actors going for that role. Or if you're going for a TV role, there might be, you know, there might be 500 submissions from agents. But then we don't know how many are actually getting called through to be an audition for the first round. And then we don't know how many are being called through to the next round. And then the chemistry test, screen test, we just don't know. And nobody is publishing these stats, to my knowledge. So do we really need to think about how many actors are applying for and going for the same role? Is it is it even helpful? For me, it's not. For you, it might be. I don't know. For me, it causes unnecessary tension in my performances. It actually affects my performances because then I'm thinking about, well, who are all these other actors and what are they doing with the role? And that's taking space away from me being present at auditions. And I think in the acting industry, we we definitely can get caught up in, and I'm not saying we dramatise it, but that's the only word that's coming to mind right now. There's probably a better word to express what I mean. But I think we can get caught up in the the drama of, oh, yeah, there's thousands of actors going for every single role, or there's hundreds of actors that go for each role. And I just think, do we really need to think about that? Or would it serve us better to think about our craft and what we're going to do with the role? You have to decide. I can't make, I can't make that decision for you. But I have to say, this is why I changed my mindset about rejection. Because if I look at the dictionary definition of competition, I'm losing the competition if I'm getting rejected. If I take that standardized meaning of what competition is, it means I'm not getting ahead of the competition when I'm being rejected. And that can be severely detrimental to my craft, my well being, and my confidence, which will then further affect the outcomes that I have with auditions. It further affects my acting career and the progress that I make. So what I do now is I've I've reframed rejection and instead I celebrate it. If I'm getting rejected, it means to me I'm putting myself out there. It means I'm creating opportunities and visibility for myself. So this is where I don't think competition is as black and white as we might originally think. Is why I believe it's nuanced because by my own reframing standards, Maybe I am getting ahead of the competition because the more times I'm getting rejected, the more times I'm going to auditions. And I only need one audition 
that turns into a yes for me to then start moving my career forwards. So getting myself out to as many auditions as possible is quantifiable for me. It doesn't need me to focus on how many thousands or hundreds of actors are submitting for the same role because that doesn't help me personally. And as I've said, it might help you, but for me, I've figured out that it doesn't. But how many auditions I'm going to and how many rejections I'm getting and then how many of those auditions I'm converting into jobs, that's quantifiable for me. And that's the only metric I really want to be focusing on because I am a freelancer. I am my own business. I'm not working with all these other actors, these other one million. It doesn't matter to me what their conversion rates are. I'm just focused on my own. I like to stay in my own lane. So if you're new to acting or you've only had a few auditions or you're yet to go to one, ask yourself how would thinking about the competition serve you? Because if you are going to think about it, and it's okay to think about it, it does have to serve you and not lead to self-deprecation or comparisonitis or jealousy. And if you're regularly auditioning, ask yourself the same question. So that's the first part. And then the second part that I wanted to dive into with competition is that it really is very subjective, really subjective. What does competition even mean to you and who you are? I personally have to tread very carefully with competition because in the past I have focused on it and it has led to comparisonitis. And when I get stuck in comparisonitis, I automatically default into procrastination and then I'm not as productive as I want to be. So I've learned through making those mistakes that thinking about the competition doesn't serve me. I acknowledge it. I know it's there. I don't deny it. I'm not in denial. I know it's there, but I just don't give all my thoughts and feelings and attention and energy and emotions to it. As I've already said, I tend to stay in my own lane now because it allows me to stay focused on my goals and my mission and the legacy that I want to create with my own acting career. However, I do also want to acknowledge that I am not a perfect human and sometimes I will get caught up in competition and I will look at others and think, oh, bloody hell, they're getting loads of work. Like, when was the last time I got cast? And then I'll start thinking, oh my God, I haven't been cast in however many months or however many weeks. And I have to catch myself in those moments and I really have to reframe their productivity. And instead of going, oh my God, when was the last time I was cast? I have to go, how can I allow this to inspire me? What can I learn from this person who seems to be getting cast very, very regularly? So rather than let it defeat me, I allow it to inspire me. Because as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I do believe that as freelancers, we have to be problem solvers as well. It's really strange though, because if I'm out on a run, which has nothing to do with acting, and I see someone running faster than me, I want to be able to run faster than them and I do get really competitive. Or let's say I'm like playing a game, whatever game that might be, I get competitive. But with acting, it's different because acting means so much to me. I I literally can't focus on what others are doing. I can't give all my attention to that. With a game, it's just fun. The games don't mean as much to me as acting does because acting is my life. So it's okay for me to get competitive in things like running or at the gym or games. But with acting, I figured out I have to get competitive with myself and not with others, but in a fun way, because this keeps me proactive. And what I mean by that is, well, how many auditions can I spot this month? 
How many auditions can I apply for this month? So we get competitive in that way. How many recalls can I get? How many challenging characters can I play that are going to get me out of my comfort zone? These things make it exciting for me. So I make the competition exciting. But if I start going, oh my God, how many auditions is, uh, I don't know, let's just make up a name. How many auditions has Michelle had this month? How many recalls has Michelle had? How many how many characters has um, Michelle got cast in? Um, then that just makes me spiral and it is not good for me. You might be different. You might be different. It might actually, you know, seeing other people doing well, it might spark a fire in you and you might go, right, come on then. Well, I'm going to get ahead. We all respond to competition differently. And this is where you need to understand who you are as a person and where you're at right now in your life in terms of, you know, your emotions and how you can process things and what your emotional relationship to competition is. As I've already said, it is safe to say that competition from other people is inevitable, but it's how you relate to it that is going to determine how it impacts your career development. And I've said many times in this episode, I don't think you should deny it, but I also don't think you should obsess over it. What I do believe is that you should find a way to connect to competition in a healthy way that keeps you motivated, fired up, proactive and consistently taking action. And I would really encourage you to reflect on what I've said in this episode. So I've not really come to a concrete answer about competition other than just don't deny it, accept it's there and figure out what your relationship to it is. And hopefully some of the things that I've shared in here of how I approach competition inspires you or gets you to think a little bit further or, you know, outside of the box of how you're currently thinking about competition. But then go and get that free Method Actors handbook and practice your character development skills because I've laid out the exercises there. Like when you start focusing on your skills, by default, you're already weeding out some of the competition anyway, because not every actor is doing that. And you're listening to this episode because you want to be an unstoppable actor and you've got it inside of you to be an unstoppable actor. And you can make that happen. You can manifest being an unstoppable actor. So practice your skills to make you feel good about yourself, to make yourself feel confident with characters, with your own career. And as I said, to start defaulting, uh, not defaulting, to start weeding out some of that competition, go and grab that Method Actors Handbook that I've written for you. It's free of charge and start putting those exercises to use, those method acting exercises. Get competitive with yourself in that way, in a creative way with characters, you know, maybe find a challenging character off the internet, off Google and get competitive with yourself by going, okay, this is something that I want ordinarily play. Let's test out these exercises in the handbook and let's see what I can do with it. That will have a far bigger impact on your career than thinking about what other actors are doing. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed the episode and I'll see you in the next one. I've absolutely loved hanging out with you and I really hope you found this episode inspiring. If you have, please do rate the podcast and hit follow so you never miss an episode and I can help more actors like you. And come and join one of the most supportive, uplifting acting communities on socials, the Unstoppable Actors Facebook group, where you'll get your weekly injection of inspiration, networking and receive your free Method Actors handbook so you can become an unstoppable actor.